Nice. Stairway to leadership. To leadership, yes. <laughs> now, yes. how did you come up with the name? I'm sure you had other options. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so what made that one stick um, out the most? So two things. One, I'm sure we all know Stairway to Heaven, yes. the song. So there is that that sort of that brought a little bit and it brings that catchiness. But then the second part of it is that I believe we're all leaders, first of all. No, you don't need to have a team. You don't need to be a politician. You don't need to be a CEO of the big company. Because first of all, we lead ourselves, right? When we lead ourselves intentionally about our life, then we create the life we want. Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Pop, come on, this thing. This has been Joy. This is Gabby. This is Talk It Out. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Q from Chopping Up with Q and the Critical Dub Network, and you are tuned in to the it's official, man. Now here's your host, D-Murph. Let's do it. Yes, world. Yes, yes, yes. I know you're wondering, Murph. You've done it again. These first-time guests, we're um, we're loving it. We're loving it. Yes, me too. It lets me know that I'm doing something right. But I'm definitely excited about um, this show. It is interesting of the timing for those who know me or have been following me. You guys know that this entrepreneurship thing is is something that's either knocking on my door or it's like I'm knocking on this door. But either way, I have this great guest, business and leadership coach, family woman, entrepreneur, podcast host. World, and, and another thing I want to add, when it comes to just the patience with yours truly, we've with some scheduling conflicts, but guess what? We are here today. And just help me welcome Ms. Maggie Periton to the Flagrant 2. Thank you, Derek. Thank you for having me. I'm super honored and happy to be here. Oh, no problem. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So did I pronounce your last name correct? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. See, one thing about me, Ms. Maggie, I do not like to butcher people's names and I should have asked you before we recorded but <laughs> I love my chances of getting it correct anybody again that's been rocking with me you guys and ladies know that I take pride in what I do but overall it's your platform now Miss Maggie um I guess let's just start on how you feeling how you doing this morning feeling really really good. good it's you know beautiful summer morning here in toronto at least canada and um for those of you who know a little bit about canada you might know that we have longer winters so we always enjoy our summers <laughs> <laughs> that's good <laughs> that's good that's good you heard the world canada we 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 we, we expand in the globe we become global so I'm definitely right. excited about that. Now, one thing about your story, Ms. Maggie, that I would love for you to hit on. You went from holding high positions, high titles, working for the corporate America, to now you're an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. one of the reasons why I was excited to have you on this show. <laughs> so if you can just talk about the success that you had as a corporate um, 
employee to what got you into now where it's like, you know what? I'm thinking about becoming an entrepreneur. Yes. So what got me to was definitely, well, what got me to rethink how I want to grow professionally was a corporate burnt out. And I think that's something that's very common, unfortunately. You know, in my case, it wasn't something that was maybe systemic and lasted forever. It was more of a situational burnt out where in one of the roles that I was in at the time, because that happened about four years ago, maybe even five now, time flies, um, where me and my department, so not just me personally, or I wasn't the only one, but like, let's say me and my department, we found ourselves in a situation where we had to deliver things that the company committed to that we weren't ready to deliver. And, you know, as employees, we always want to do the best we can. So we sure. do as much as we can and as, mo- as you know, uh, with as much time as we can to do that. And but unfortunately, in this in this you know situation, it's just there wasn't enough people to deliver the work that was given to us. We weren't ready in terms of processes, in terms of whatever we needed to have in place to fulfill that commitment. So, you know, I felt like we were set up to fail, right? And that's never, that's very draining energetically because it's one thing to work hard when you know you're getting results and when you love what you're doing and so on, it can actually re-energize you. It's different when you work super hard and the results are not there. Yes. There's no light in the tunnel for you to even get to the point where you're seeing the results and you're being beaten up for the That's fact true. that the results are not there. And no matter where you turn, it's just this kind of hopeless situation, right? So that kind of situation I was in and like that was like maybe five months. I don't even remember anymore. It's, you know, some of those traumatic events when we go through them, we're like, we just don't want to think about them anymore. It, it we kind of forget half so, of it, right? So, so <laughs> like, deep. We do not want to bring it I don't want to think up. about it anymore. Right, right. <laughs> but, um, but there was like five months, I think, where I was just working like crazy. My kids just said, I'm a mother. I am a mother. And my, my kids at that time were younger. And, you know, I wanted to spend time with them. I don't work just to work, right? Like, I love my life, my family life, my professional life. And I wanted, I want there to be some balance, whatever that means to me, right? Everybody is different than that. Absolutely. Um, so... I sort of found myself cornered and I'm a Sagittarius. I like to be free and it kind of freaked me out. And I was like, oh my God, like I can't do this. I can't continue like that anymore. And even if I get out of it, I don't want to be put in that situation again. So, and I, and I realized that unfortunately when you work for other people, whether it's a big corporation or like smaller company, it doesn't matter. There are certain decisions that will always be made where you don't have control over it, right? We have You have control over like, okay, I don't like it, I'm leaving right. or whatever, but you don't have control over those decisions. And my thought was, you know what? I'm too old to be implementing other people's decisions that maybe I don't agree with, or maybe they weren't thought through. And if only they were thought through, we could have been in a different situation. 
And I also realized that I wanted to do more of what I'm passionate about, yes. not just what I'm good at. Because mm -hmm. as I said, when you're passionate about something and you do more of it, it energizes you. It kind of like work doesn't feel like work. When you're just good at something and do it, when there's challenges, and as we talked, you know, before, when you're sent to fix problems and so that can be very stressful and very draining leading to burned out so that kind of led me to i'm gonna be an entrepreneur kind of my own boss right and the idea of coaching for me came because i am passionate about helping people grow and i've done that in my corporate career to an extent in every role i've been a leader for 13 years and that always been a part of my role and that was always my favorite part of the role growing people helping them succeed moving up and so on so it's like I want to do more of this. I don't want to be fixing problems. I want to be helping people grow. So sort of that plus, you know, I, I have, of course, experience in, in education and business. And I think business is fun or it can be fun. And it's very creative, you know, solution strategy. That's kind of creative mm -hmm. side of the business. So I sort of married that. And that's, you know, how I started. I started on the side, ran my business you know, on the side for a couple of years. And then I decided to leave the corporate world and be full-time coach and entrepreneur. Well, also let's remind ourselves, we're not saying just to quit and just find something. Uh, it was strategically no. <laughs> thought out. It was a calculated decision. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Maddie, yes. You know, when, said, when you have a mortgage and you have kids that you need to, you know, provide for and you have family, quitting without a plan quitting without some financial even stability in Absolutely. some sort of a plan is for me it's how do you say irresponsible Absolutely. right when you're alone it's different oh i'll move with my parents or whatever right. <laughs> it's like different different situation but when others rely on you um at least for me i wanted to make sure that that they were taken care of before i sort of moved into something you know, building something from, from the beginning. Yes, ma'am. That's good. That's yeah. good. Now, also, I was going to bring this up later. But it's the perfect time now. So you yeah. talk about your children. So before, one thing about this platform is that it's an open forum where you can tell your <laughs> truth. One of the things that you put on your bio that I was like, you know what, I, the, the state of relationships that we're in in this world, I think more people need to hit on. So, again, we're going to talk about that tough moment going through that divorce mm -hmm. to where you are now. And even doing that, how would you able to still keep your focus not only for yourself, your children and for your current uh, employer or your employer at that time? Um, so when I was going through a divorce, I didn't have kids. Okay. Um, so I was with my first husband. We didn't have kids. I have step boys. So my husband has two boys from the gotcha. first marriage. Um, but it's, it's you're right. Divorce is a very tough time for either side, no mm -hmm. matter whether you know you make a decision, whether it's a mutual decision, one person makes a decision, doesn't matter. Both sides it's difficult right and and i can't speak to maybe situations when there's like abuse or something like my marriage was 
pretty good we just you know how do you say like we not fell apart but like we walked away we stopped being a marriage and a couple and just being friends right and that wasn't enough at least not enough for me mm -hmm. um so making that decision i made that decision was super hard one being scared of the perception what people will think i'm the woman i'm making the decision he's a good guy right and all that facing the family <laughs> with that decision and and the situation for me was we were both so i'm an immigrant to canada and my i come from poland my husband was polish as well so our social circle in canada was around his family he had family here and his friends i don't have anybody gotcha. so with that decision i lost my mm. personal social circle automatically because of course you know that was his family so i had family but like miles thousands of miles away right, right, right. so not being able to turn to them like not you know it's different when you do it on skype and so on and having like very limited pool of friends because most of the friends again were were on on my husband's side it was tough <laughs> So I remember I had a manager at the time who was my mentor who hired me in the corporate world for the first time and she was kind of my my oasis. Um, so, you know, dealing with the guilt of the whole situation, dealing with my dad who wasn't very approving of that decision and then, you know, having my mom on the side and the sister, but they were far, was tough. Um, so there were days in work when I just sat, stared at the screen and I did the minimum, right? Like you just, but, but for me showing up to work was actually helpful because it allowed me not to sit and like be completely depressed, right? Like it forced my brain to just do the best I could. Yes, it wasn't the best what I could do when I was, let's say, in a normal situation, well, at the right? Moment. Yeah, but there were could. moments where at least I didn't have to think about it. I didn't have to feel guilty. I didn't have to like despair. What am I going to do now? And, and things like that. So for me, it actually helped. And definitely, you know, having my boss know about the situation and sort of be supportive helped a lot. Don't recommend divorce to anybody. It's never fun. But ultimately, that was the right decision for me. You know, if I had to do it again, I would doesn't mean it was easy doesn't mean it was you know not scary and so on but sometimes what I found through this decision and you know even my corporate job and some other decisions in my life that sometimes the best decisions for us are not actually difficult decision. to make there is a process that we go through that's not easy emotionally and yet we come out on the other side so much better so yeah good now this is a testament of your life and most of us to your point sometimes we have to make decisions that's mm -hmm. not going to be easy for ourselves and yep. for the next person or people around us yeah yeah yep. that first marriage you going from corporate america to an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. Those are some very mm -hmm. tough decisions that is going to they affect were a lot of people. <laughs> I have people <laughs> scratching their head like, Maggie? What? Yeah, but again, like, 
my life is so much better for it. And I truly believe that when we feel fulfilled in our life and what we do, then we have such a greater impact on this world, on our other people around us, so much more positive, right? Yes. And then the one thing I learned, it's like if we go back to the marriage conversation, I know my parents are divorced as well. Okay. They they divorced when I was about 11. And again, it was the same where the couple just didn't work out. But I remember they're fighting, like having arguments. And it was awful for me as a child having to sort of witness that or looking myself in the room not to hear it, right? You love both of your parents. You don't want them to fight. So I remember when my dad told me that, they were getting divorced again. I was about 11. It was tough, right? We both cried. But then I realized that when they didn't fight, it was so much better in terms of my dad was always there for us. You know, he lived close. We could. And I know that that's not always the situation, right? But but in our case, it ultimately turned out for the better because I think as a child, it was easier even for me and much more like better right in terms of my development to have parents that didn't fight and yes they were separate but at least i could interact with them as a regular as who they were mm -hmm. and not stressed out humans living Absolutely. in the relationship right that it's not working so that's kind of lesson brought me to or maybe helped me make my decision it's just not worth it for anybody really good that's good I told y'all miss maggie i told y'all i hope you're ready for this continue ready for this treat i know this is this is exciting we went from business to relationships to marriage and now yeah. we're gonna go back you know we're gonna stay on marriage because we're gonna talk about what you currently do as far as your entrepreneur your company mm -hmm. your business and your mm -hmm. niche and then we're gonna talk about you as a podcaster as a content creator okay <laughs> So your current marriage, let, 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 mm -hmm. we got to bring that up. We got we, we got to highlight that because look yeah. from where you were to where you are now. Yes, so much better. <laughs> so much better. Um, you know what? Like I, I do believe we're like love of our lives with my husband now. And it can also come from the fact that when you're older and you get into a relationship, you know yourself better you know you know the first marriage i was 24 when i was married and think we are sometimes idealistic and not mm -hmm. necessarily know ourselves and are confident in who we are and so on right so like again it's not a rule but sometimes the second marriage can be so much better just because you also know what you want what you don't want and so on and then for us there was also this strong connection and love that we have um you know we're best friends, but we're also husband and wife nice. and a couple. Nice. And then I don't think that will ever change. So, um, yes, so That's much good. better. That's good. <laughs> Look at that word. They're like, you know what, Murph? You're the man. I know. I'm just saying we got to highlight. We got to highlight. We got to talk about this. I'll say the good, the bad, the confusion, and then da -da, the end yeah, result. Right. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's, that's right. So I want to definitely. <laughs> I like that. Now, with your current company, um, or in this case, your niche, when it comes mm -hmm. to, as we talked about, uh, a business coach, did you always know that this is what I want to do even after um, 
you decide to go into entrepreneurship because some people that in my experience with my guests if they leave the corporate world they just you know i'm gonna be a you know entrepreneur for selling merchandise mm-hmm. um you know consulting mm-hmm. but very few coaches or knew that there was going to be like a development or, or a business coach so the idea for coaching really came from digging deep and understanding okay well if i don't want to continue my professional career in a corporate world what do i really want to do yes and being very clear of what i'm passionate about and i'm passionate about coaching i didn't want to and i did like have that idea okay do i want to go into consulting more right which is a little bit different you go to the companies you see what's not working and help them okay here's the process this is what you do whereas coaching is you're working more with individuals and you're helping you're empowering those individuals to make change in their business, right? A little bit different. Yes, you can use a little bit of consulting when you have business experience and so on to help them, but ultimately it's them figuring things out, making decisions. You just empower them through the skills, you know, the mindset, how they think about things, giving them different perspective, helping them dig deep into their perspective and so on. So when I thought about it, it's like, no, 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 I wanna be a coach. I want to help people reach their full potential. That's really ultimately my goal. Of course, when I work with the business owner, the byproduct of it is their business growth. Because as I always say, you cannot outgrow your mind. Your business cannot outgrow your mind. Yes. Right. When, and I work with solopreneurs, small business owners, we're really that main person is the driver of the growth of the business right so if you don't grow as the ceo and the leader of your business your business is not going to grow that's good because your current thinking your current skill your current strategy created the results you have now in order to grow those results and change them the way you think needs to change or shift you need to have a deeper skill in certain things maybe the strategy needs to be addressed and so on right so that's sort of how i came with in terms of coaching versus consulting and then the niche it sort of started a little bit from the necessity of when i was running my business on the side i didn't want to get into a conflict of interest either even Mm, though you know i was in like a facility management industry it was corporation to corporation like huge contracts right to institution but i just wanted to be like for me even very clear it's like there won't be any conflict right so i thought okay if i work with entrepreneurs and small business owners a i have then i work with the main decision maker right so if i empower them and help them grow that will have like direct coloration to their business faster and it will allow me to avoid any potential conflicts so that's sort of how you know my niche developed nice nice stairway to leadership to leadership yes <laughs> now yes. how did you come up with the name i'm sure you had other options oh yeah for sure <laughs> so what made that one stick um, out the most so two things one i'm sure we all know stairway to heaven yes the song so there is that that sort of that brought a little bit and it brings that catchiness but then the second part of it is that i believe we're all leaders first of all 
no, you don't need to have a team. You don't need to be a politician. You don't need to be a CEO of the big company because first of all, we lead ourselves, right? When we lead ourselves intentionally about our life, then we create the life we want. When we don't and we let things happen and like our subconscious negative brain run us, then we create life that maybe we don't want. So we're the leaders. And then when we lead ourselves, we can lead our business and then we can lead people, blah, 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 blah. So when I think about that, leadership is the process. It never ends, right? Just our life is a, you know, process. Mm -hmm. Then, then as we go, the way we go through life, the way we grow our business, it's a process. And if you take intentionally, then you can start climbing right then you achieve a certain level of leadership and then your business grows and then in order to achieve new levels of income let's say in your business you grow and then the business catches up and then you grow and then the business catches up and so on and so forth the cool thing about the stairway is there's no limits you just go as far as you want okay there isn't a mountain that you climb and then you're like all right downhill from there <laughs> i believe that's it's good. just like stairway to heaven. It just never ends. And then that's the beauty of it. So that's where the name came from. Ding, ding, ding. The listeners like Merv. Thank you for having Maggie. No, thank Maggie. Okay. She reached out <laughs> to yours truly. And I was like, yes, yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Now, when we talk about your community, as far as mm -hmm. the women entrepreneurs, the passion for life. Mm -hmm. Let's highlight that and then we'll get to your podcast. Okay. So it's a Facebook community okay. for women entrepreneurs. Um, and, you know, it's a free community. Again, I created it when I started my business. I realized when I started my business that I didn't really have connections, network, community, because again, as an immigrant, or my family, sometimes, you know, we start a business, we start with like family and friends and trying to see who do you know, like, what can we do? Mm -hmm. right? I didn't have a lot of that because of, you know, where I am and being an immigrant. And then also because when I worked in the corporate world and then that's totally on me, right? I didn't really network. <laughs> I was just come in, do the best job you can yes you know develop relationships with people you work with and you know with the last employer i was there for many years so i knew a lot of people but in one company mm -hmm. and when i started my business i didn't necessarily want to put it on the poster hey i have this business help right. me grow it right? like right, i didn't right. do that <laughs> so so when i realized i was like oh my god i don't know anybody like i have little friends that are you know parents and so on but like i didn't have a big network so this way i wanted to create a community that i felt good in that could attract other women in and sort of where i could also deliver value and start building a network so um that's kind of how it started it, it's a group you know it's it's not that big it's big and not that big relatively because facebook groups can have like many many um Members in my community, there's about 3,800 members from all around the world, mostly North America, but all around the world. And then it's always fun to, you know, see other women and connect other entrepreneurs and see what they're all about and help each other. So that's the. That's nice. That's and, and, and the reason why I brought that up, 
is because as I continue to grow and develop and with your support, I've had hundreds of, you know, entrepreneurs, um, Mm -hmm. women, and they're looking for more ways to not only grow, but also Mm -hmm. to expand, like you said, whether Mm -hmm. it's Poland, Canada, other than the Mm -hmm. States. So. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure I brought that up that way. And it'd be on the description as well. So if you okay. see a few awesome. uh, yes. uh, members out of the blue, once this uh, show is uh, out for the world, it's, like, yeah. it can't, uh, it's been in, in the description. And, and a lot of my uh, audience are women as well, believe it or not. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, yes. So, come and join us. It's yes, free. We're yes. from, again, as I said, member from every part of the world in there. So yes, yeah, so for the, for the for those loyal listeners, yes, it's because you know how we do it. We we got love for y'all. We want to see everyone succeed, especially during this time and following your passion to where it's really not work. You're just finding ways. Maggie's point that stairway it never ends. Just it stops when you stop. So when you're ready to get back That's up, right. keep on climbing. That's right. That's right. Now the podcast. Now I didn't know this part until like a few days ago. That's it. <laughs> She never put she created content or anything on her bio, but because it's me, I like to dive in a little deeper. So the name of the podcast is the Diamond Effect Podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to talk about it. Okay. So Diamond Effect Podcast. The idea. So uh, um, I was doing so in the group when I started it. For like the first couple years, I was doing some interviews and I was doing trainings. Again, I wanted to help women in there. And um, out of that, like people kept telling me, hey, you should start a podcast. Like your, you know, your training is good. We love learning from you. Why don't you start a podcast? And I was like, yeah, that's why not. But then I didn't have an idea. I wanted to have some sort of concept, right? Like a goal, how the podcast would look like. So it took me a good few months, like almost a year having an idea and like incubating my brain as to like what the podcast would be about. And, you know, you probably know because that I wrote about my thing, but I love nature. Like we love to hike as a family. I love being in nature. It's so calming and grounding and just, you know, the beauty of it, especially in North America is like breathtaking for me. So we were at this hike with my family and I was like staring at some rocks, you know, we're walking and so on. And that's where the idea came from. And the diamond effect is because, and here's my nerdiness, like I guess that will come out. So if you think about diamonds, they're made of carbon, right? Mm-hmm. The atoms, it's just pure carbon. And then the atoms or the, yeah, I think the atoms, they're structured in a way in like crystals that make the diamond the hardest, one of the hardest rocks on earth is beautiful especially when it's polished right the beautiful unique thing and like everybody wants diamonds it mm-hmm. just attracts right you have a beautiful diamond everybody wants it it just comes to it That's right? true. now take a graphite which is the little rock that we use in pencils mm-hmm. right like the thing it's brittle it's dark it's kind of like unappealing easily replaceable it's built of carbon atoms as well same ingredients it's just the way the carbon atoms are put together is different 
and that's what makes the rod back. It has its value, but it's not as valuable as diamond and not everybody, no, nobody gets excited about pens, <laughs> right? Maybe little kids when they're cute and they have things, like little kids can get excited about pens. Right. But once you're an adult, not so much. So then this idea hit me that in a way it's like business as well. The foundation of business principles are the same for every business on this earth. And yet, some business take them and create those diamonds that are strong brands that people can get enough of. Their clients love them. They come back, they throw the money at them. And then there is businesses in the same industries having decent products or offerings that are struggling. Why? Because of that. Okay, so that's the idea. And in there, in the podcast, I teach, you know, my things and my coaching philosophy and the way I think about business. And that's what Diamond Effect Podcast is about. Which means you're sharing your gifts and what has allowed you to be successful. That's right. And we need that. (laughs) Yes. And I love doing this. It's so much fun. Good, good, good. Well, Maggie... Miss Maggie, that's it. You've blessed the platform. You've definitely blessed the platform. Um, This is where you can let the world know how to find you, how to, again, let them know about the Facebook group and how to find the podcast. Yes. All right. So I have a website, which is the name of my business, StairwayToLeadership.com. One word, StairwayToLeadership.com. Um, the group is a Facebook group, so you need to be, I guess, have an account on Facebook if you're not on it, but who isn't, right? Right, like you're all right. on Facebook. Right? <laughs> my, my, um, my, uh, my dad's partner, she says always, if you're not on Facebook, you don't exist. If you don't put it on Facebook, it didn't happen. <laughs> a little bit of a joke. That, no, that's true. But, like, I, yeah, I'm, I, everybody's <laughs> on Facebook. Like, anyway, I'm like, I got but, an old uh, teacher. Not, no, no, I have a teacher that's been teaching for a long time. Is on Facebook, and that's the only social media that she knows. And yeah, that's I right. get it. That's right. <laughs> so the the group is called Women Entrepreneurs with Passion for Life, and for it's a number four. And then the podcast Diamond Effect is pretty much available on any platform. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you type in search Diamond Effect, you will find it as well. (laughs) There it is. There it is. Now, world, yes. Yes. Another great person, a great individual has blessed this platform. It still always amazed me, even like I was telling Maggie, almost six years in a game when you have new Mm -hmm. guests with great content that continue to help me out through my stairway to entrepreneurship in this case so uh, maggie thank you very much i'm very grateful as well that you uh, had the confidence in me to be able to collaborate with me and and share your your story yeah i appreciate you having me as i said thank you so much for giving me this opportunity no problem no problem world you already know what time it is this we, we both got things to do while I'm updating my resume and my strategic exit strategy from corporate America. Maggie making sure she fine tune her things to keep herself as an entrepreneur and helping people like myself enter that realm. But anyway, 
<laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's DMurph. You can find the flagrant two on Instagram, flagrant two pod underscore, and check out the website as well. Leave a note www.dmurphspeaks.com. Hey, y'all, you already know what it is. Continue to be safe no matter where you are in the world. We love y'all. Until next time, hey, you know what? Wrong platform, but you already know how I close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Uh, D-Murph, you did it again Setting trends like you winning the win Fighting a good fight, sick of the sins Connecting dots now with all the pins We just trying to be good men Adore my wife and I love my kids I never let them down, never let them frown Never let a clown take a crown Hit me cause I'm brown, that's okay I got the blood of a king Saw it in the dream, ain't all with the scenes Try to turn us to fiends We drown in the streams while we chasing that dream It's all about the dollar bill, y'all And stop chasing that thrill, y'all These beliefs trying to kill y'all I'm just here trying to heal ya So listen as we work Dropping them gems now Rockin' with D-Murph Tuning in as we get it in So melanin Being better men We so adamant About the culture Sick of these vultures We in the game now Watch how we coach ya Keep your guns in the holster Love is life And that's how we approach ya